Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. On this week's AgCast, our own Russ Durrance, Director of State Legislative Programs, has two conversations, one with State Senate District 31 candidate Josh Carnley and another with State House District 89 candidate Marcus Paramore about a recent visit they took to Rex Lumber in Troy, Alabama. Our wrap-up today comes from Blake Thaxton, who will tell us about the new Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association website. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Alabama AgCast. I'm Russ Durrance, joined today by Josh Carnley, who is uh, the GOP nominee for Alabama Senate District 31. But Josh is going to be unopposed in the general election coming up in November. So we are expecting to see Josh joining the Alabama Senate um, coming up. But Josh, thank you for joining us today down at, at Rex Lumber with our State Forestry Committee down here around Troy and touring the, the mill. But um, before we kind of talk a little bit about the mill, I, I want to give our listeners an opportunity to really learn a little bit more about you. So tell me a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, thanks for having me on. Appreciate the opportunity to tell a little bit about myself. I am from rural Coffee County. Grew up in a farming community, I know, which is my explanations halfway between op and enterprise. I grew up there on my family's farm. We uh, uh, currently farm, I'm the fourth generation. Uh, we farm cotton, peanuts, corn, soybeans. Uh, we also have a beef cattle, cow-calf operation. Uh, and my dad and my brother, they have poultry houses. So uh, it was kind of very diverse farm and grew up doing that. Um, after high school, I attended Auburn University. I graduated there with a degree in agronomy and soils. Uh, kind of had my idea that I would uh, have a future in agriculture. Uh, but uh, after college, I had the opportunity to move home. I got involved in crop insurance. Uh, it was an opportunity to, to be able to go home and work from there and still be active in the farm, uh, but yet make an income that was not dependent on the farm. I was the youngest of all the boys, so I, I had to go find something else to do. But, uh, you know, uh, I've enjoyed that opportunity getting to uh, to serve farmers and, and continue to help their operation. But diversified, got into property and casualty insurance, and uh, that's what I do for my profession. Uh, partners in an independent insurance agency and, uh, you know, do commercial insurance. Um, my wife, Valerie, she's from Op. Uh, we have three kids. Uh, we've got a 16-year-old daughter, a 13-year-old daughter, and a 10-year-old son. And uh, so life is full speed right now. I can only imagine with everybody getting ready to go back to school and things like that, three kids at the house. And um, obviously coming through kind of August, September time frame, you're starting to maybe even look at storms coming through out of the Gulf. So uh, knock on wood, we've been fortunate so far, but who knows what's coming. Um, but tell us a little bit about something that, you know, you obviously you've got a background in insurance. You've got a great background in agriculture. So. Those are two pros for us, but, but coming into the Alabama Senate in November, um, what are some of the things that maybe you're looking forward to, whether from a committee side of things or just things that you're you know excited about to, to bring back to District 31 and, and to, to your area? Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I've been involved in politics since 2012. I was elected to the county commission. I've served there, and I'm thankful for that opportunity to learn, you know, on a smaller scale, the the dynamics of politics. And um, But, you know, coming into uh, this session and, and this quadrennium, you know, what I'm you know, you hear all kinds of things, so you, you really don't know what to expect, but you got to go in knowing that's everybody's opinion. But, you know, I'm excited about opportunities to, to you know, to bring things home uh, to District 31, um, you know, to build those relationships. And that's been the fun part so far, doing things like this, getting to see things that are going on in your district or across the state. Uh, to meet organizations like Farmers Federation and understand what's important to them and, you know, and how that correlates back to my district and my uh, constituents. But, you know, committees, uh, things that, you know, I'm looking forward to and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to participate in. Obviously, number one for me is agriculture. Just that's my background. That's my passion. That's what my family does. And, and you know, any impact to agriculture, positive or negative, you know, directly impacts us. So I, I definitely want to participate there. Uh, banking and insurance, just because of my background, I feel like I could step in there. I'm not an expert on banking by any stretch, but I feel like it's a, a committee I could step into and have a little bit of experience and maybe something to offer to that as well. Um, would like to be on the general fund budget if that's possible, uh, you know, to participate in, in the budgeting process and see how that goes and, and, and be a voice for District 31. So just, uh, and obviously I'm not going to sit here. I don't know a lot of things. I'm learning a lot. Uh, and, and that's the fun part to me is the opportunity to learn uh, and build those relationships with, you know, current senators, house members, uh, associations that can help me learn that. So that's that's probably the most, uh, or what I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, there's certainly a lot to learn. Uh, I'm obviously still learning too, new in this role. Uh, this will be coming up. This will just be my second session. So uh, looking forward to kind of seeing the way the new class comes in and, yeah. and seeing all about that. But something else, Josh, that you and I got to do just maybe last week or so, um, got to have a little visit over at your farm. Yep. Um, that was something that was new to me to kind of hear Congressman Barrymore come in and maybe talk a little bit about the farm bill with some of our peanut folks. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and so, you know, a, a lot of agriculture is controlled more at the federal level. So those relationships with uh, Congressman Moore and other congressmen and senators from the state, uh, I think, are key. Uh, and, 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 you know, they say it when they come out, that they depend on the farmer to kind of convey the message, the hardships or the bottlenecks in the operation. And, uh, you know, so we enjoy those opportunities to share our story. Uh, you know, it's easy to sit around the coffee shop and complain, but, you know, we really got to do our part uh, as, as, you know, a very small group of people or a population being agriculture uh, to share that story and let them know. And, uh, you know, I, I think we've got a good delegation there. Uh, obviously, they're you know, they have an uphill fight with the current administration, but, uh, you know, I, I, we enjoy that opportunity to share uh, what's going on and hopefully we can be a part of the solution. So, yeah, well, it's always fun to learn and, and something that the Farmers Federation obviously is kind of big in is just getting involved, having yeah. those conversations, get yourself in the door and make sure you're able to have those conversations. And, you know, that's part of the reason why our members are down here today at, at Rex Lumber is to talk to these folks at, at Rex Lumber here in Troy and learn a little bit about that. So just 
as we're wrapping up, tell us a little bit about what we got to come down here and see today. Yeah, this is an amazing operation that a uh, lot of a uh, lot of lumber goes through here and um, a lot of automation. Uh, it's an amazing facility. Thankful that that is in District 31. Uh, of course, the timber industry is very important to you know South Alabama and especially in District 31. So, uh, just an amazing facility with a lot of opportunities and. Uh, you know, thankful that we uh, were able to be here today. Appreciate the Farmers Federation for putting it together. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you joining us on the tour and get to interact a little bit with our State Forestry Committee down here, as well as joining us today on the uh, Alabama AgCast. So thank you, Josh. Thank you. Let me take just a minute and tell you about our sponsor, Alabama Ag Credit. Alabama Ag Credit sees you as a person, not a case number. They're not just trying to get you in and get you out and get to the bottom line. They want to get to know you. They want to get to know your operation and what your plans for the future are. Alabama Ag Credit gets it. They understand farming. They understand farmers. They've been around for over 100 years, and they're not going anywhere. If you're needing a loan or considering expanding your operation, please consider Alabama Ag Credit. Check them out at alabamaagcredit.com. Some just don't get it, but at Alabama Ag Credit, they do. Alabama Ag Credit is an equal housing lender. And now back to Russ Durrance and his conversation with Marcus Paramore. All right, so we're back here on the Alabama AgCast, and now I'm joined with a uh, candidate for House District 89, Marcus Paramore. So uh, we got to hear a little bit from Josh Carnley. Josh gave us a little bit of his background, Marcus, and told us a little bit about the lumber tour. So I kind of want to ask you the same thing as we kick things off. Tell us a little bit about your background and about House District 89. Well, it's good to be with you today, and I appreciate the opportunity. Um, my background, I've been on the Troy City Council for the last 10 years. Before that, I worked uh, for Congressman Terry Everett when he was congressman for the 2nd District from 92 until 97, and then I went to work for Troy University in various capacities over the year. So uh, it, it's that's a little bit about my background, I know I work for a university, but I was never really on the academic side of things. Yeah. Uh, five and a half to six years of uh, working in the athletic department as an assistant AD, and then I moved to the Office of Government Relations and have been running that for the university since since that time. So, yes, I was at a university, but it was more in a role of government relations and economic development. So that's really been my focal point through my career is economic development and helping the communities that we're in be better uh, today and better tomorrow than they were yesterday. Absolutely. So whether hanging out in D.C. and working with Congressman Everett's office or the Troy Athletics Facility or whether being on city council, it sounds like you've kind of been representing this area in various ways um, your entire life. Kind of got a little bit of a service to the community down here in the Wiregrass. Yeah, it has, and, and the Wiregrass is home, and uh, the Wiregrass is very important to me, and in that frame, uh, I know that in my time with Congressman Everett, the, the two main focal points that we worked on every day were agriculture and forestry, and of course, military with Fort Rooker and, and Maxwell. Yeah, so now that you're kind of shifting gears and getting on the other side of things as the elected member, I mean, what are some of the things that you're excited about? headed up to Montgomery, things that you're excited about being able to do or maybe bring back to the to your area um, as the representative for House District 89? Well, it's, it's going to be a pleasure to, to serve in the Alabama House and represent D District 89, which is all of Pike and the north and west side of, of Dale County. 
And uh, my focal point is today and probably will remain economic development, job creation. Now, where are our strong points in that? You know, agriculture and forestry are a huge component of our area and our district. It's also a huge component of our state. So I want to make sure those entities are protected. Those industries have uh, less red tape to operate, to do what they need to do to provide the jobs and provide the products and the food and the clothing that we need to take care of our, our constituents. Absolutely. So um, certainly a lot to do and kind of unpack there from a workforce development side and economic development. So much of that ties back into, you know, having a ready to work labor force and things like that. But you know, you had a unique opportunity too, while serving on city council, to help Pike County bring Rex Lumber, who we were able to come to her today, to help bring Rex Lumber to this area. Talk us a little bit about the process of recruiting Rex Lumber and kind of working with them to put this facility down here. Well, it was a great partnership with the, the, the city of Troy, Pike County, the Pike County Commission, the, the Pike County Economic Development Authority. Everybody was working hand in hand to get this, this uh, to get Rex Lumber out here uh, on this particular site. Uh, I think there were several sites we looked at and trying to make sure we had the right one for the right way to for them to operate, you know, having flat land. And uh, I know there was a lot of dirt moved around out here for close to a year in order to get this plant up and running. But, you know, we worked together to make sure we had the utilities they needed, we had the water that they needed, they had sewage that they needed. All those infrastructure issues was where I really focused my attention with our mayor to help the county commission and the economic development authority get this plant up and running. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting to see. This was actually my first time, you know, being it before joining this team, uh, Marcus, I was able to serve as our poultry pork and dairy director. So I stayed outside of the trees, I stayed outside of the forest. Right. This was pretty interesting for me to come out and see it. And, and to be honest, it mirrors a lot of the same processing techniques that you see in other areas. What kind of stands out to you as you were able to tour the mill? Well, the thing that really stands out to me is today how automated everything is. Uh, my grandfather worked for mills uh, back in the Milton, J. Florida area, Otter Creek, Florida. <laughs> Nobody probably ever knows where Otter Creek is, but that, that was kind of the background. And then he shifted his focus of work into the cotton mills in Covington County. But how automated things are today, no matter what the industry is, but you still need a very skilled workforce people would think or some people would think that you know it, it's a sawmill it, it's you know hard labor and it is but there's a lot of automation there's a lot of technology and there's a lot of need for the skilled workforce in every industry and, and this just goes to show you you know how upscale a sawmill is today compared to what it was 50 years ago absolutely there was a lot of computers involved um, a lot of automation, like you say, but still a lot of a lot of people still here at the facility. A lot of people working hard every single day. So it was interesting to see. I think our forestry committee really enjoyed the visit as well, um, and we certainly enjoyed being able to get in District 89 um, and come out and visit with you. Have you join us and our folks here? Uh, appreciate your dedication to coming out here and working with our members and visiting with our members from across the state as they were here in your district. So thank you very much for that. Well, it is a pleasure for all of you to be in District 89, and it's going to be my honor and pleasure to serve District 89 uh, in the next term and hopefully for quite some time. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again for being with us, not only today at the mill, but also visiting with us a little bit on the Alabama AgCast. Um, and we look forward to seeing you in Montgomery soon. Thank you. Absolutely.
And now, your weekly Ag Cash wrap up. Hi, everyone. This is Blake Thaxton, Director of the Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association. I want to give a notice to AFVGA members and other interested listeners about AFVGA's brand new website. You can find it at the same web address as the old website, which is www.afvga.org. Find the link in the show notes. The new website features an attractive update that is very easy to navigate. The new website gives staff much more control and ability to post updates and announcements about AFVGA for members to gain information. It also will be an easy place for prospective members to gather more information about the organization, including information about joining the Alabama Farmers Federation to also become a member of the affiliated AFVGA. Also featured on the front page is the new commercial for AFVGA that is featured on the new season of Simply Southern TV. AFVGA farmers will be proud of the commercial and its message. Go to the website and check it out. We want to thank host of the Alabama AgCast, Mike Moody, for his help on the new website development. Again, I'm Blake Thaxon, and that will wrap us up this week, and we look forward to being with you next time. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.